It takes money. Okay, so you can't tell anyone that you did it, and okay. you can't have sex with other of those people. Always a good start. I think I think she had to give him like a dolphin hand job yeah, at some yeah. point. Liable incoming. Three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. If you don't shit well, I'll hit you with the stick <laughs> shit log. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. There's got to be a name for the phenomenon where. Trictilophilia. Is that a real thing? Mmm. Yes. That that's already taken then. Okay. Let's find, Not that. Let's find a new name. Okay. A name for the phenomenon of the amount of time it takes for me to look up the lyrics to System of Down's Chop Suey mm-hmm. and to immediately forget the lyrics. Uh, that song in particular or just any of that? Well, that song in particular seems okay. to be one that like if you look through my browser. Because I would history, just call you the Chop Suey Dum Dum. I mean, I, I think it's like just you. You're like the opposite of a superhero. All right, what's you the know l- how the Superman? You're <laughs> the chop suey dum dum. Harsh, but mm-hmm. if you want, if you want to stick with that moniker, mm-hmm. go on. What are the lyrics to top, chop suey? I don't know. I don't think I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I do in the chop suey dum dum, but if I looked them up, I would probably remember, and that's what separates me from the chop suey. All right, dum-dum. what if we look them up now? Yeah, and, and see then- what. When do I need? But you presumably have not seen this song once in written form. I've seen it many times. That's what I'm saying. This will be the first time I've probably seen Chop Suey. Yeah, but you're saying like if you should be able to retain the information between now and at least to the end of the show, right? No, no, this is the first time I've ever seen it. Do I have to remember the whole song? No, just like the bit where it's like, wake up, make up. What's that? What's that bit? I don't know that I know this song. Come on. (laughs) All right, fine. Let's I'm not very cool. You've, you absolutely know this song. One of your Facebook friends added me and I've been talking about it for half an hour. So you know that I don't have much going on. That's got nothing to do with being born in the 90s and having known for... Having like heard this song ch- tangentially, like it was top 10 at some point. Mm-hmm. Like even if you weren't... I was probably big... listening to like Matchbox 20 at the time. Yeah, and before it. System of a Down came on. Oh, really? Bookending smooth by Santana. Exactly. I thought that this, like, I, I would have prepared the song or like already if I had thought there was any chance that you didn't know what I was talking about. I just thought that this was a given, you know. I really wish that's the second time I've heard that saying today, and it would be so much more of a fun saying if the saying was "I thought this was a gibbon." <laughs> I was literally thinking about that on the tram this morning when someone else said to me, "I thought this was a given." How often is it actually a given? Or do we at least think it's a given? I'm saying... Not enough. Never. Yeah, that's... It's never what's happened that I thought it was a given. <laughs> Maybe at the zoo. And you're like, oh my God. Is that a... Chimpanzee. That was a given. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... Let's go to the zoo so you can maybe uh, make use of that. Here's, an, oh, here's a 90s thing while we get up to the section that we're talking about. When I say... Here we go. Word association from the 90s. Okay. For 90s children. When I say moose... You say. See, I'm, I'm going to disappoint oh. you because I was thinking um, Moose Jaws because that's an upcoming Kevin Smith film. Okay, damn. Let's try again. Is it? Are you going where Moose is A from that like? No, really? Okay, I'm surprised. I thought this would be a, a given. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought this was a given. Let's try. Just like harken back to your What's a moment in your childhood that will get you in the mood? What, for like, thinking like a child. What, what age are we talking? Nine. 
What's a top-notch nine memory? Um, well, I was thinking about earlier today, when we're about that age, mm-hmm. I seem to have inspired some kind of Riot. Um, phobia in my oh. sister. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. So we went swimming in uh, the Northern Territory. Yeah. And we went into this like pool of barramundi. Oh, wow. And if you're not familiar, they're like, I don't know, giant fish. Big fish. Like at least two feet long. Mm-hmm. And also delicious. One of our greatest assets, the yeah, barramundi <laughs> to any chip shop menu. I would be so disappointed if it turned, I thought I was getting bar- barramundi and it was a gibbon. <laughs> God. Um, I'm going to make it stick. <laughs> and so like in, in this pool, like you can clearly see that all these giant fish swimming around yeah. us. But we were like kind of in the shallow end and there was all these little leaves floating on the top of the water. Okay. And my sister asked what they were and I said, oh, they're baby barramundi. Oh. And so she blames the that incident. Track what do you mean? Of baby shark. The B-side oh, of baby right. shark. Sure. Uh, she blames that incident on her fear of like open water now. Why? Oh, good question. Because the way I see it, the baby barramundi are nowhere near as frightening even if they are Way real. less frightening. That's cute. Yeah. That's like, what are those? Like fully grown sheep? No, no, no. Those are lambs. Like, oh. I think she's just trying to invent. She sounds like mm. a 19, like 60s comic book series round table with all men writers trying to invent an interesting backstory for one of the characters. Well, by that logic, like, why she should be like is he allergic to girl or Like, because... No, that's just what I'm just saying. That's what she sounds like. It's like, why does she have this fear of water? Like, uh, her brother, he... he I'm just spitballing here. Put, yeah, put the uh, fear of God into her when they were nine years old. Yeah, exactly. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, that popped into my mind today. Like, normally I'd feel bad because 20 years later, she still mm-hmm. seemingly brings this up as a traumatizing moment in her life. But I think I feel very little responsibility in actuality. I feel like if I hadn't have made <laughs> that joke... I don't think she would have, like, she would have still been afraid of what's under the water. Yes. I don't think it matters what it was. It's like, what's in the water? Yeah. Like, uh, love hearts. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> well, I feel like slightly less traumatizing. No, but-, but I still think you would have been like, no, it isn't. Well, because there's just something. No, she would have been like, it's definitely not. I know it's sinister. Well, it's also like her fear seems to have stemmed from what's under the water. Like, she's fine in a home swimming pool. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, in the ocean, like what's underneath that you can't see. If I was really to blame, these leaves were very much on the top of the water. You can clearly see what you're dealing with. Yeah, that's right. In fact, you were labeling what she was dealing with. It's yeah. the fear of the unknown that she's got. <laughs> this was the known. How can this possibly be your fault? Exactly. So, yeah, that's a memory from nine, ten-year-old Ben. Yeah, so go back there. Close your eyes, embody the memory. Remember mm-hmm. being there. Feel the water on your skin. Yeah. Doing a bit of hypnosis stuff here. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Moose. I'm still Jaws. I don't oh, know what, <laughs> I don't know what you... Like, I think of that and then my next closest memory is there was like a Disney movie or like, you know, one of those... What are they called? Like um, DreamWorks or something. Yeah, where they said where Moose is eating. Yeah, that in one. the trailer. What's like, your third memory? You're so shit at this. I feel like if I asked anyone who's not you, they would get this. I, like my grandpa's moose antlers would be my third. <laughs> like we talked about them on the podcast. I was thinking sea monkeys. What does that have to do with moose? They're from the brand. Do you remember like the 90s toy brand moose? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. They had like Gak and sea monkeys. and. No, I definitely wouldn't have uh, got there. Shame. I guess that's why you turned out this way. Let's get back to chop suey, shall we? Yeah, okay. So 
yeah, the only reason that I didn't have this queued up and ready to go is because I assumed that you and 90% of our listenership would know exactly what I was talking about. You're going to hear this first little bit and you're like, oh, yeah, that song. Oh, okay. All right. I'm ready. Is it familiar to you at all? No, but I'm going to say yes because I know that we're going to get these people writing in like, oh, my God, you're so uncool. Like, <laughs> yes. All right. I need. I, I already know I belong in the bin. Don't bother writing in. I... Yeah, I'm looking at basically nigh on a billion listens on YouTube right now. Not one from me. If anything, I think that puts me above other people. How so? Just like, you know. It just makes you a... I don't, it doesn't even make you a hipster. It makes no. you just oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's coming up. The chops are going to be dum-dum. Someone would yeah. call me. Lyrics coming up. Wake up, wake up. Run, rush, and put a little makeup. I just have to fade away the shake-up. I think I might have heard it like once, maybe twice. What were you doing in the night? <laughs> <laughs> Playing with my sea monkeys, I just told you. Wait, it's like I'm going to look up when that came out, because I don't even think that was 90s. That's got to be like early 2000s. Like when you say the 90s, like when we left the 90s, I was 11. Like my parents were blasting this in the house. Yeah, no, I feel like... Uh, it's we haven't started the episode either. What do you, uh, what's up, everybody? This is Ben. <laughs> this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings, episode 201. Welcome to a very disappointing start to the next 200. <laughs> it was it's not the episode. Yeah, a very disappointed episode because <laughs> that that song came out August 13th, 2001. So it's like I guess yeah, I was getting into that age. I was 13. I think I was into you too at the time. Yeah, I just don't know how you avoided it. Like a, like I said a billion views on YouTube now. Yeah. You know like it's not like even at the time you I didn't hear it, but you've had, finesse. you've had 19 years since <laughs> to just come across it. There's a lot of music in the world, Ben. Yeah, I know, but especially at that I'm age. I'm working my way up from history. What year are you up to? Seven. Oh, seven <laughs> AD? Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going from AD. You've got a lot of uh, I, shitty No, this music is seven, like, from, not seven AD, like, seven introduction of humanity. Like year zero is we've got, we're bipedal. I think there was like a few millennia that you could basically skip over there. What do you mean? No, we're just bipedal now. We're I'm we're I'm onto like sticks against the ground. Yeah, but I'm gonna say music only got like tolerable. I don't know, fifty years ago. Well, you wouldn't know. I do. <laughs> I'll let you know when it gets tolerable. What's the verdict? Well, so far, like I said, it's banging sticks on the ground. I I'm not, not into it, but. Like it could be year eight where things begin. Like That's when the Bee Gees came out. <laughs> year eight with the Bee Gees? <laughs> of humanity. Wow, I didn't yeah. realise they were that old. <laughs> Been around for a long time. They invented the octave and then the Bee Gees were like, have we got something for you? Like if you're going to go historically through yeah. the entire catalogue of music. The Bee Gees were invented say... when Barry Gibb tried to sing three times at once. In year eight. Yes. <laughs> Not a school of humanity. And how old is he uh, these days? What are we saying? Like, well, we're in twenty twenty AD. Million. <laughs> That's pretty old. <laughs> I didn't realize that. He's a demigod. The BGs were the oldest living human beings. Well, some of them have died, as you can see. Why? That's true. Well, <laughs> yeah. the remaining BGs. I'm telling you, it's Barry. He's a demigod. He'll come back in the next millennia as something else. How come people don't make a bigger deal of this? 
you'd think this would be news. Like just even on um, well, that's like online, I... like today I learned that yeah. Barry Gibb is a millennia's year old. Oh, a millennia, millennia's and, year old demigod. And invented music in eight. No, he didn't invent music because like I said, there was banging on the ground already. Yeah. Then someone invented the octave and harmonies and then Barry Gibb tried to sing three times at once. He combined And them. he invented the Isn't three harmonies. times at once a harmony? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I got, I got confused. They meant to the octave and he tried to sing three times at once. Like even, harmonies. even the harmony on its own, you would think would be like worthy of a trivia question. It was groundbreaking at the time. Having gone from year seven, it's quite groundbreaking. It Literally, because like, they're hitting sticks on the ground. It seems like we came a long way in quite a short period. I <laughs> didn't realize like we just, we hadn't even got fire yet. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we've well, got the we're still three using part harmony to bang on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> we're not creative. You yet. have to wait for like lightning to strike and start burning down your village. And it's like, well, I oh lost my god, my how can we harness that? But at least mm. I can uh, cook some of this brontosaurus. <laughs> Barry, sing us a song about our recent defeats. <laughs> what was the first Staying song? Staying alive. <laughs> Staying alive was the first song. Yeah. <laughs> so he started out strong. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Well, it really encapsulated what was going on at the time, which was really basic survival. Yeah, running from (laughs) the elements and uh, potentially wildebeest and whatnot. Mm -hmm. All right, well... uh, It's also, I think, probably the one BG song I know. You know, Faith. I guess that's That's just George George Michael. Michael. Isn't the Bee Gees in that? Wasn't he in the Bee Gees? No! (laughs) No! (laughs) Who's in the Bee Gees? See, and you make fun of me for not knowing Chop Suey. At least I know the Bee Gees and I'm so lame. Yeah, that's not a defense. <laughs> Who's like the famous people in the Bee Gees? The BSG? Is that what you're trying to refer to? No, there's no one in the Bee Gees except. No, Barry Gibb. Yeah, but and then like his brothers. You say that like he's the household name. He probably is to my mum. If it's my household, then he is. What band was George Michael in? Uh, shit. Oh my God, I've gone blank. Wham. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm getting confused. Um, it was like three brothers, so they'll all be Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Um, Barry Gibb, Robin Gibb, Maurice Gibb, mm-hmm. and a bunch They're not of as other non-Gibbs. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. But well, he had to no once, one cares, so... Yeah, he's a centuries-old demigod, so he had to collaborate occasionally. But without looking, name another BG song. Oh, well, you say that without looking. I'm literally looking. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't know that I could off the top of my head. No. Well, they've got a fuckload of albums. <laughs> well, again, that really helps bolster my story, doesn't it? They've had a lot of time to work on them. Did they do Saturday Night Fever? Yeah, just, I think so. Or was that just the album? Because they've got an album. No, I think they did. I think they did. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to just go out I mean, you know how they say they blew up overnight? Not the case of the Bee Gees. Because <laughs> they didn't get big, I think, till like the 70s. Well, the, the, so that's got to be like 40,000 millennia before you see any recognition. Yeah, I'm going to say that uh, the uh, Billboard charts is still quite a long way off. <laughs> So he was trailblazing. Well, I guess he was number one. It, well, maybe not. Maybe people liked the banging of sticks on the ground more than him th- singing thrice. Either way, easy way to get a top ten. Yeah, yeah, he's in the top three. It's yeah. him and his brother banging sticks on I the mean, ground. I mean, my argument is if you're going to go chronologically through the history of music like that. Start from now? No, I'd say um, like you can skip from the beginning of time until maybe like Beethoven. Really? No. Go to like you know, go to those like famous classical. And you're like composers. missing all the monastery kind of stuff. Yeah, good. <laughs> Horrible. Do you remember a time? Unlistenable. In again the '90s or early 2000s, where some everyone seemed to go through some sort of monastery phase. Who's everyone? Are we talking you again? TV. 
What do you mean? Well, they were peddling on late night TV, like monks singing on multiple CDs. And seemingly people were buying these. Yeah, but I don't think that's everyone. Like, that's not pop culture being inundated with. <laughs> no. Gregorian chants. No, Gregorian chants. Everyone, there was a big Gregorian chant time in history. I'm not saying everyone was into them, but there was a time where that was a thing. Again, because it's like the only music they had. No, not like in the 1800s. I'm talking about now. My like dad, in the last 20 years, yeah. there was a period of time in which, maybe not you or I, but Gregorian tra- chants. Gregorian trance. I've just invented something amazing. Amazing. Give me 20 minutes. Maybe a strong word. <laughs> Wait, give me a beat. Can you play two YouTubes at once? No. You're not even as good as Barry Gibb. <laughs> he, thinks, he sings three times at once. I want to have a beat. And some Gregorian chants, but I guess we can't do that. Well, we, I can give you one of those and you have to fill in the gap. Which one do you want? Oh my God, I can't do either. Can you do the chants? We can both try and do some tra- uh, chants over trance. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, I just typed in trance Some music. of us could say, we'll take a chance. Sure. Oh uh, yeah, right. It's like the Monty Python thing and then they hit themselves with the book. Sure. Yeah. I okay. guess that is the. That's not Gregorian chants. There was a whole like undercurrent of like. I mean, I can fast forward if you want. It sounds. This is eight minutes in. Sounds very similar it to does. the uh, first. Are you on Gregorian chants at 432 hertz? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm giving another one a shot. This has got 4.5 million views. Not quite the chop suey <laughs> level, but it's still way more than I would have anticipated. We're now at 35 minutes in. All right. Again. Hang on, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a run for its money. I'm going to skip to the one hour mark. Let's see where they kick things up a notch. Yeah, but still pretty much chanting. Okay. All right, let's give it a go. All right, now I'm pulling up some trance music. I wish we had a mixer, but because I think chants over trance really has a chance. Yeah, we don't have that level of technology no. in... I can do it in a post-production, but... I mean, feel free to do that if ours do not go well. Oh, it's guaranteed to not go well. How do you speak for yourself? All right, give me some chance. No, you go first. I feel like they're doing it already. Hang on, let me fast forward a bit. Yeah, this is more like I was anticipating. It doesn't work. I I feel let's chalk that one up to a failure. No. I'm saying I I think it's got potential. Well, um, I just invented something. Gregorian chants. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, uh, you say that they were selling those uh, records on late night TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip Moore would probably agree with you. He had way too many Gregorian chant CDs, and I would say one is too many. So I don't. Yeah, I, when you say too many, was it one? It was. I was. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was at least three. <laughs> Now, did he ever listen to them? Not while I was around. Really? Well, he wasn't like a music guy in general. Like the only songs he really knows were like Green Sleeves. <laughs> and That's not really a song though. Like he knows Green Sleeves. It's like he knows Happy Birthday. Yeah. This is what he <laughs> listens to for fun. He knows he Happy would, Birthday and Green Sleeves. He would call the uh, hot the top 40 and request Happy, Happy Birthday. birthday. Which one? At least the Stevie Wonder song. No, just the mm. standard. Yeah, uh, bummer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
beyond that, like I feel like, yes, there might have been a market for it on late night TV in I commercials. I still remember there being a moment where it was a thing. But you say like a thing, like it was beyond I saw some ads for it. Now, admittedly... Yeah, it was beyond that. Like, I feel like people were... There was a... a, a people... It was pop culture. No, level. it wasn't. Like, pop culture has to be popular. <laughs> That's, Let me look it up. I'm going to Google What are you this. Googling? Gregorian chants. Were Gregorian chants ever popular minus Gregorian times? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I'll give you... These days, you're not going to see a commercial for Gregorian chants. There was a on- time where it was happening a lot, and I am not hearing any different but the only like if i think about 2017 young people increasingly attracted to the gregorian chant that's just some kind of bullshit (laughs) buzzfeed article flashback gregorian chant dominates the music world yeah what year are we talking 25 years ago the benedictine (laughs) monks of santa domingo de silas released their double platinum juggernaut i mean i don't doubt that it went double platinum i still Mm -hmm. don't think that really counts as being in the public consciousness what it was on the charts no it wasn't it was not like they're not playing on the radio it made it to number three on the billboard 200 and spent 53 weeks on the charts in 2005 25 years ago whatever 25 years ago is from 2019 95 yeah okay well i I guess if it got to number three on billboard i'll give it to you but thank you like, we were five years old. I don't think that's what you're remembering. In 1996? Well, like, you know, like, we're seven. I like, remember. You don't remember things from when you were seven? Obviously not. No. <laughs> I guess not. I remember Chop Suey is what I was listening to. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was listening to new Metal and you were listening to, to Gregorian Chants. I was, uh, well, I was on the charts. I was higher on the charts, probably. I was number three. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we can't play this chop suey game, but anyone listening at home, mm-hmm. just mentally recite the lyrics to chop suey. That, just that first bit after, wake up. And I guarantee you, no one knows it. And I look, I look them up like once every six months and I was like, oh yeah. It's like one of those things, like once you hear it and like you see the lyrics and you listen to it, you're like, oh, okay. I can get how that fits there. Yeah. But every time I just try to come up with it in my mind without Googling it, it always sounds like I just masturbated with a teacup. And I'm like... <laughs> Can I hear that again? And I'm like... I, I hope that's it. I know that that's not lyrics because I've looked this up so many times. Are you just times. hoping there's one person like you? There's got to be. Like, I've got no doubt that there's... Someone multiple. else masturbates with a teacup. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I thought. You're like, that is what he says. I'm not alone. And he's famous and cool. It is fine. All right, here we go. Wake up! No. What does he say then? I would say I just have to fade away with a shake-up. Shake-up is correct, I believe. It's... Hide the scars to fade away the shake up. Oh, I wasn't too bad. And say, yeah, wake up, grab a brush and put on a little makeup. Hide the scars to fade away the shake up. Now, yeah. what that means, I've got no idea. Like, masturbating with a teacup <laughs> makes more sense for this song. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'll forget that by tomorrow. I guarantee. <laughs> I'll forget it by the end of the episode. Anyway, we're still- I will try and retain it. 
to see who is the truest dum dum. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we spent a good twenty minutes on that. Let's move on. Yeah, just changing tracks, I guess, moving away from the history of music, um, <laughs> which we seem to have condensed into twenty minutes. So other podcasts, I think, are drawing it. Well, that's out. true. Efficient, if anything. Yeah. Have you ever suspected you'd really get into something and then probably day three have had no interest in it? What kind of thing? Well, so around about this time last year, I got super into macrame <laughs> for probably three months. Three that months, would be, even be like, an overstatement, like, to yeah, be honest. It would be like is- a month. So I made this really cool wall hanging. I can put a photo of it in the gallery if you'd like. It's pretty hip. And then I was like, hey, this is like really cool. People are selling these for like 60 bucks. I feel like I could make these. So was your goal to make them for fun or you were trying to start a small business or something? I don't know. I don't know yet what I was thinking. I just bought a lot of supplies knowing that this was going somewhere. How much did you spend on this hobby? Uh, not, even that ba- not even that much, which is good. I would say including like the workshops where I made things, 300 bucks. That's more than I was going to guess. Really? Yeah. So anyway... Part of what I learned was how to make jewellery out of like those, what do you call them? Like they're stones, but they're like, this one will give you confidence and this one will... Oh, like gemstones of sorts. Uh, yeah. Are they called gemstones? Like I'm thinking like it's the essential oils of stones, but they're <laughs> not that. Yeah. So I was making jewellery out of those for a while. And anyway, Ben and I went to a music festival recently and about 50 of these rocks tumbled out of my bag. Oh, because you still had them like just left over from... Uh... Yeah, Last I don't. Years. I think I probably used a one, and then I was like, oh, "I'll be making jewelry all the time." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I better prepare myself to be the constant jeweler, as I thought of myself. You say um, like you were starting a macrame hobby. Mm. What is macrame? Like I'm picturing, Nuts. yeah, like my grandma used to make these owls that would hang on the wall. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like now repurposed for cool, like boho looks. But what do you do? You like you get string. And glue. Not even glue, you just knot. It's just knotting. So it's stuff like that. Because I saw one for a wedding and it was really cool. So I was going to like make one for my wedding, but you know, here we are. Still not married. Queen's still alive, well, so we're okay. Not but- with that attitude. <laughs> I feel like you can start knotting now. <laughs> As I've always said. Yeah. <laughs> Start nutting at night and uh, take it from there. But it's pretty cool looking. I think that's quite cool. Okay. Yeah. And then I was making a bit of jewelry out of it as well. But yeah, I'd say how many rocks came tumbling out of my bag at... It was a good half a dozen. Yeah. And they even surprised me. Like, I can't even remember if you'd asked me like, oh, what did you really get into last year? I would have been like, I don't know, I guess like I was just working or... But there was that one month long period <laughs> where you're like, you know what? Macrame is life. is my next 10 years. I would have bought a t-shirt that said that. <laughs> You never even brought it up, though. Was this like... Well, what am I going to say? Like, hey, dude, like... You're like, how would I bring it up? You put your every thought on social media. And yet this <laughs> thing that, like, I seem... That consumed my life for one month. Or at least, like, you would have put a lot of effort into the single one that you did, right? I put it on Facebook. Okay, I guess I just blocked you during that month. <laughs> oh, Vicky's, Are you, I was snoozed uh, yeah, for Vicky's those 90 days. got some kind of... Uh, New hobby that's obviously not going to uh, take off. Yeah, you're like, oh, new hobby. I don't need to know about this. This will be gone within three yeah, months. I'll, I'll ch- snooze her and... I'll check back in in 30 days. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, the only thing that comes to my mind along those lines is, again, you were saying like, what, what's a memory from when you were about nine or 10 years old? I'm yeah. putting this around that time frame. I like really wanted to get a turtle. Oh, yeah. And like, it was one of those things that I... Like, my parents 
like I had them basically agreed to it, which is a big hurdle in oh, at getting that any age, pet. For that, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you've done top-notch work getting the agreements. Yeah, like I think... That is definitely the hardest part. Yeah, like the big things in my well, life... Well, not as I guess it'll turn out because you didn't go for it. No, like the big moments like that along those lines of like, okay, how do I convince mum and dad that I need this? Mm-hmm. Was, uh, I need it. I don't think your parents thought you needed it. <laughs> well, oh my I, God, our son needs a second uh, kidney, but weirdly <laughs> it's a turtle kidney. We already, we already agreed to the turtle. I don't want to just give in to every one of his demands. No, it was a second turtle kidney is what you needed. No, like the two things that come to my mind is when I tried to get a turtle and having mm-hmm. a TV in my room. Like I'd put it on that level. Oh, like, really? How do I uh, pitch this as something that they're not going to immediately go like, shut up, you've already got a cat. Like you don't need another yeah. another. Uh, Did they say that about the TV as well? No, I don't remember. I want a TV in my room. Shut up, you've already got a cat. Yeah. <laughs> She'll entertain you in your room w- right. good enough. A cat is basically like a TV, but unpredictable. You don't know what's going to be on. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Yeah, there's no script for a cat, Ben. Yeah, that's better. It's like the ultimate reality show. So I remember we went to like a the local fair, essentially. Oh, wow. Okay. And they had this like shell store. Were the Bee Gees playing? Probably. I mean, they were around at the time, according to <laughs> the entire history of music. Um, <laughs> we didn't get that far. Yeah, they had this shell store. And so I was like, oh, you know what? My turtle like enclosure will look so banging if I just get all these shells. Mm-hmm. And they had like a really good deal. It was like you could buy, you know, one shell for like a dollar. Or what you kind could of get... shells are we talking? Like they were nice. Like it wasn't just like something you would find on the beach. No, I'm just trying to work out like not turtle shells. You weren't expecting that they'd need like seven homes. No, no, you just it created wasn't. a turtle graveyard for your turtles to move into. They're not like hermit crabs. <laughs> right. Yeah, I wasn't going to surround it with the, the shells of its dead relatives. And well, that's what I thought you were saying. You're like, I got a turtle, now I'm going to get several of its shells. I'm like, oh my God, Ben, no wonder your turtle endeavor went wrong. Yeah. They're not hermit crabs. Here's something you might need to know about turtle physiology. Yeah, they don't shed their yeah. shells for other shells. You've just horrified a turtle to death. <laughs> no, they were just regular. Here's 10 of your vanquished uh, cousins. Uh, right. Or enemies like maybe oh that would be, be amazing it would toughen him up it's what like, do you think would i live on this turtle graveyard anyone come at me i'll take you on and win <laughs> yeah. obviously what would you do if a giant hand got you and displaced you on graves but they were all your enemies is that a win or a loss like you looked around and every gravestone you're like i hated that guy so i'm just like minding my own business yeah you're just at work or something yeah and, and then, then, like, I'm plucked from my. You can't even really see it because it grabs you by the scruff of the neck. So it could be a hand, could be the hand of God. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. And then you like get transported somewhere quickly through the air, put on the ground, and you're on graves. But they're all graves of people you hate. So like, I look at the gravestone, and it was like the kid that was mean to me. Uh, in yeah, like, sixth like grade or your something. high school bullies, like your ex mean boss, like. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd be very worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I am next on this list, clearly. <laughs> like, I was a bigger douchebag than I realized. No, no, I, I don't even know if I would make that connection. I'd just be like, all these people are clearly dead. I don't want to be next one of them. All right, so it wouldn't be that comforting for the turtle to find itself amongst its enemies. Well, I feel like I might have slightly more intellect than a turtle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I know it's a big uh, well, statement Well, I mean, my past experience as a turtle, I would say on par. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know if he would process it to the same degree as a human being. No. So, like, my priority would be, like, how do I get out of here? 
because <laughs> clearly well, whatever happens shells. next it would not... be more like their skeletons with an identifying mark not even their graves it's like some kind of terminator like world where there's just the skulls of my enemies and like their dog tags or yeah something that's right around. or i was thinking like some sort of distinguishing item it's like ah, oh, those are the glasses my boss always wore like that was <laughs> jimmy from grade six's favorite pen oh my god this is a graveyard of enemies I would have to really. It would be a deep pull to know <laughs> my year six uh, bullies. Well, if it was your pen. sister, she'd be like, yeah, that's true. No, it's engraved in your memory. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he stabbed me with his pen or something, I'm probably not going to pick up on that one. Um, good point. Yeah, like I feel like there's a good chance that while I'm freaking out in, mm. that, in that environment, a turtle would just be like, oh, there's a stack of debris that I might no want to climb way. over. The turtle be like, holy shit, this is other turtles. You feel like it's got the processing yeah, power well, to know that that was once 10, de- 10 turtles? They could smell it, surely, or something. They've got instincts. Well, yeah, I guess it depends how freshly killed these turtles were. Yeah, okay, I don't know. Like, what if we Febreze them? <laughs> it's like masked descent. Febreze them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you got other shells, not turtle shells. Yeah, they were just regular seashells. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, obviously, I never got a turtle after Did you that. buy them by the seashore? Yeah, with uh, Sally who sold them. <laughs> yes, as was the case at the time. No, and so just forevermore, like, I don't know. <laughs> Quoth the raven. I would just have this bag of seashells on my <laughs> shelf. <laughs> That was just a constant reminder of the uh, fact that I never had a turtle. <laughs> because it was like, just one of those things that, like, once I looked into it, I'm like, oh, you have to get a reptile license. Yeah, it was harder than you thought. There's not that many places that even sell turtles. Like, this mm-hmm. is a way more of a both, like, effort investment and time commitment and, yeah. like, you know, monetary. And I've got a TV in my room now, so yeah, I my think... need for entertainment is lower. Right, I'll just put it on the Turtle channel. Yeah, that's right. No, I was more same. thinking, you're like, well, before my options were just the cat. So yeah. I was getting a bit sick of that. I needed, like, cat, dog, turtle to kind of mix it up. But now i got 101 channels. It doesn't matter. Oh, I wish I had 101. Again, <laughs> we're talking the 90s here. It was five at best. True. What well, four of them were, But it's like, still better staticky. than cat, dog, turtle as your three things to look at. Sure, sure. Well, while we're talking about... Abandoned hobbies. Not even that. I was just thinking, like, because you could buy, like, a bag of shells or you can buy, like, a single shell. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tangential correlation, okay, but stick right. with me. I'm here. I'm here for it. I've got a problem with uh, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to buy a single chip? <laughs> is that where you're going with this? I feel like that's not going to satisfy me. No. But uh, the nuggets is where I'm aiming my wrath. Okay, you think that the gap between them is too big? Yeah, I can buy them in packs of three. Yeah. Can you three? Yeah, because I looked this up in anticipation of this. Okay. And I was surprised by that as well, because I always thought... I thought it was six minimum. When you asked for minimum nugs, I thought it'd be six. Me too, but maybe like at least somewhere in Australia, three Three is an option. option. But you can get three, you can get six, you can get ten. I was going to say, then the jump's to ten, yeah. Yeah, you can get twenty... I thought that was 12. No, apparently not. Maybe this slightly difference from store to store. Because I'm with you. The jump between 10 and 20 is big. Like, it's almost an exponential graph instead of... Anyway, yeah. Yeah. And then you can get 24. That's weird. Which is actually cheaper than buying 20. Hmm. So, but my thing is, sure, if I'm buying nuggets, like, 10 pieces is probably going to do me. Mm Mm-hmm. But what if I want, like, 12 nuggets? I think 
12 to 14 should be an option. I feel like there should be a 12 option and a 16 option. Like you should just be able to buy per the amount of nugget. nug. Yeah. Because how many just, but then like seemingly there's the buy in bulk discount. Well, that's the thing. Cause I'm saying like, what if I want 12? I guess the argument is get two six packs, but that is now more expensive than, than buying the 20 pack. At least the 24 pack. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, what do I buy? 24 nuggets and then throw Put away 12 nine? in the bin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nine. Sorry. It, like, it makes no sense. And I was, I've had this same problem with dumplings. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've had a lot of problems with dumplings, though. I know. Well, like, most recently, I ordered gyoza. $12 of gyoza? Yeah, it was like, I think it was $13. $13. And you're like, surely it's not just the four in the picture. That has to be a representation of the kind of gyoza you'll get, not the quantity, was no. your argument. And uh, Au contraire. Yeah, I got, like, four gyoza for $13. Yeah. Which seemed excessive. But they were not solid gold gyoza. So, again... Exactly. Excessive? What's the opposite of excessive? It seemed like I got ripped off, basically. No, it definitely seemed excessive. Excessive monetarily. Yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, you weren't overwhelmed with the quantity. Yeah, but, nor the quality, I guess. But it's the same problem. They uh, they sell dumplings in like you can get four, or you can get fifteen. What if I just want like a medium amount of dumplings? You're putting food in the bin, I guess. That's your option. You should be able to. There should be a per dumpling or a per nugget price. But there isn't because they're selling in bulk. It's cheaper. Sort of, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it's obviously cheaper to get, like, the 24-pack. Yeah. But it's they're losing money if I just want 12 and I buy the 24-pack, throw half of them away because that's cheapest value-wise. Mm-hmm. They're actually losing out because they could sell me, like, just say it was a dollar cheaper than buying the 24 now they've got 12 extra nuggets. <laughs> to sell to some other schmuck. Yeah, Maybe they're sense. hoping that you'll return your nuggets. I don't think that's Thank you, once. sir. But I cannot finish these. Please sell them to another customer. They're perfectly fine. I feel like that's illegal. <laughs> Maybe they're hoping you'll share your nuggets with the world. They're starting trying to start a conversation, Ben. It's not all about the profit line. No, I feel like it's... Like <laughs> I don't know why they do it. McDonald's is like obsessed with uh, trying to make their food look healthier than it is. Yeah. If anything, overfeeding people... Would not help. 24 nuggets is way too many nuggets. That's outrageous. I guess it's got to be for a family, right? I could eat 24 nuggets could in a you? sitting. In a sitting? I've done it before. Really? Yeah, you couldn't like, have felt good. Well, it's like my only... It's the only thing Achievement. I get. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's my, it's my one crowning glory. When you said it's my only, I didn't know where you were taking it. And I'm sorry for what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was anticipating where you were going and we were really on two different tracks. <laughs> no, it was that time I slayed all those turtles and <laughs> put their shells in, in my turtle, room. as a sickening turtle graveyard. Yeah, and then the time I ate 24 nuggets in one sitting. <laughs> as good as my macrame wall hanging. Yeah, and furthermore... Mm. Sorry, it's just very essay Well, the, McDonald's deserves to know my ire in the most formal way possible because song. I want them to take me, uh, <laughs> take me seriously. I thought song would be more formal. Would you like put it to a song? I would not. I'm mm. just trying to say they recently uh, instituted the all-day breakfast. Yeah. Which is great, especially if you're like at an airport or something. Yeah. Well, that's where time doesn't exist. Exactly. I don't believe in time in the airport. So like I might be feeling like breakfast at like 3 p.m. in the afternoon. It's good to know I can... Airports and hospitals. I think that time ceases to exist. 
Yeah, or maybe I just want to sleep in and still be able to have a uh, sausage and egg McMuffin at 12 o'clock. Like, <laughs> that's a good option Why too. do I have to explain myself? Why do I have to be in some sort of timeless land? Exactly. Why can't I be in this land where I just want to eat late? So we're all in the agreement that mm-hmm. the all-day breakfast is the way to go. Oh, I don't eat it, but I can see why other people would want that. No, well, I, yeah, to having said that, I don't really eat it. No, I, I, I don't have like a severe taste aversion. What, to McDonald's breakfast mm-hmm. or to breakfast at one o'clock? <laughs> Both. <laughs> what are you talking about? To McDonald's about? breakfast. When I was in like grade six. Yeah. Um, or like younger, I think younger than that. Grade six is when I vomited because of it. And I was like, I tried to warn you, friend who had this sleepover. Um, like maybe grade three, we went on like a family road trip. And so we had that, like it was, I want to say like, South Australia or Perth or something where we're in the middle of nowhere for a lot of this trip. So we had McDonald's breakfast for breakfasts like every single day. And unsurprisingly, it made me so sick. How many riding, days are we talking? Like two weeks. Like driving around in a car and eating McMuffins and like plastic orange juice every morning. I vomited it everywhere. And since then, like just even the thought of it makes me feel sick. Like the smell wait, wait, of wait. it, definitely. Yeah. Back up. So this is, you say when you're in grade three. I'm guessing, like yeah. maybe four or five. I don't know. But it's like you and your family. Yeah. And. No, it was me and three people I met on Facebook. Like <laughs> That's the, really adventurous. No, no, because you brought up your friend as well. Oh, no. Later in grade six, she had a sleepover. I was like, no, I can't even smell that stuff. I'll be sick. But were you she's throwing like, you'll up? you'll be fine. Do you want something? Were you and throwing up on the road trip? Yeah. And your parents were still... Oh, no, like final day. I was like, I I think (laughs) I have kidney problems now. Uh, I was like the guy in that movie where he eats it for 30 days. Eat, pray, love. Yeah, so I was like the woman in Eat, Pray, Love. (laughs) I divorced my husband and moved to Italy so I could get a chance to take a break from this. I haven't haven't seen it, but I assume there's a lot of McMuffins in that (laughs) eating portion. There is. Supersize me. And also the praying. Yeah, well, you're praying, praying for you don't throw up afterwards. Oh, I thought she was praying for like better portion nuggies. Oh, yeah, like, that too. Please, God, something between a 10 and a 24. <laughs> yeah, supersize me where he eats McDonald's for 30 days. Yeah, I always like supersize me. I didn't gain that much weight because I was sick all the time. Yeah, were your parents like secretly putting you in some kind of science experiment? Almost definitely. Like, let's drive these children around the desert and feed them nothing but McDonald's. Was, and it, then, was it because McDonald's was the only thing around or they loved McDonald's? I think it was like McDonald's was all that was there. So every morning for two weeks you had McDonald's <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. What was it going to I mean, to? this is like the memory of a child. So yeah. they probably like, Vicky, it happened twice yeah, we, and it was, you know, in the suburbs. But in your mind, this it is was how like it played out. months and we were in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> well, it was the only nutrition we got. It was that or I could hack away at a cactus. Yeah, exactly. And I bet if I tell them this story, they're like, no, that was in Eltham and it was we two days in a row. Yeah, we never even went on a family road <laughs> no. trip. Okay. So, like, what was your go-to McDonald's breakfast? <laughs> I assume they refer to it as that somewhere. Uh, hash browns. Okay, just the hash browns. No, yeah, and they are the worst. I cannot even look like the thought of hash browns. It makes me feel sick. So not even just the McDonald's ones, because like when I go to a they're all the same a hotel buffet, mm-hmm. and they've got hash browns, I get excited because I never get a hash brown anywhere else except for when I'm on holiday. Yeah, right. Well, I was on holiday for two weeks and went the other way around. Can't get them anywhere but holiday. Can't have anything else when you're on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, you did that. You uh, threw up on the last day of the trip. Then well, I'm guessing, again, like, because I don't think my parents would have continued to feed it to me if I'm vomiting yeah, yeah. every morning. No, I, I got that. Logic tells me it must have been towards the end. And then years later, you went on... Uh, like over- a sleepover. And this girl 
was like, you'll be fine. I was like, no, like even the thought of it makes me feel sick. If I smell it, I'll vomit. I definitely can't have any. And she's like, no, it's fine. We'll get you hash browns. I'm like, that's the worst of all. <laughs> Please don't you, do like, that. Go, I'll have like the hot cake. Well, I did. That's exactly what I said. I was like, oh, well, if I have to have something and I stress to you, if I have to have something, because I would rather like, if you have cornflakes, I'll just eat in another room. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, it's a treat. I was like, it's not a treat. Was it you and like all these me. other girls or just like Bay. just the one? No, it was me. It was like a birthday sleepover. And so everyone was getting McDonald's mm-hmm. breakfast. Anyway. Yes. So I was like, look, please, like I, I'm trying to, this is for your good. This is why you didn't hear chop suey because you were like <laughs> such a loser. You're like, I'm not even going to have fun and eat McDonald's at your sleepover. Give me cornflakes and give me the beaches. Well, she didn't give me either of those things. She gave me <laughs> chop suey and hotcakes and I threw them up violently. And so you were never invited, invited back to her place again? No, I was. How entertaining is that? That was a fucking exorcist. You were the sideshow. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have a TV in her room. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> that was way more entertaining than the cat. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, the all-day breakfast is now a thing. But To my chagrin. My assumption is with that, the inverse is also true. You have not only the all-day breakfast, but you have the early morning burgers. Yeah, that would be way better. Because then I would have had an out in this situation. True. 11-year-old me or 10-year-old me is like, if only... So fascinating that it's just McDonald's breakfast that you have this reaction to. Yeah, if you took me now, I'd throw it up. Because like I got violent food poisoning from eating a quesadilla at Mad Max. Really? And Recently? Like in the last few years. Right, so this is childhood. I think childhood sticks with you worse. Maybe, but like it did take me, I'd say at least Also, someone months. told me there was a barramundi in that breakfast. Oh, that's, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, it did take me at least 12 months to be able to eat another quesadilla. Yeah. But I didn't want to be going the rest of my life to not be able to down a Mad Max quesadilla because up until that point, I was a big fan. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I'm not going to let this one bad I'm incident back on the horse. beat me. Yeah. yeah. But like seemingly you were like scarred. And- no, it's called taste aversion. Oh, I, I believe that it's a it real was thing. a thing. Yeah. No, I'm not doubting you. But it's like I would have thought if it was that bad you would not be able to eat McDonald's at all. No, because I don't think we had the other things. Like, I think other stuff was more open by... But it's not like you had every... Like, you didn't have a bite of a hash brown, a hot cake, a McMuffin, and then some orange juice oh, to, like, wash it down. Oh, there was the orange juice was really particularly bad. But it's just all smells. But is McDonald's orange juice that distinct from regular orange juice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me okay. tell you. Right. If you want, bring in five cups of orange juice, and when I vomit, you'll know. But you're saying smells, like you're saying that McDonald's breakfast, like if you walk into Macca's before Oh, yeah, it'll make me feel nauseous. But that, surely that's just like a, a psychosomatic thing. Like you're, like it doesn't smell that differently. Yeah, I'm saying exactly it's a psychosomatic thing. Yeah, no, but like this, the smell is not different. It is. I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> I'm like, if I, like if you're, imagine, okay. You're in a scenario where you're, uh, you and your son have had McDonald's breakfast and then your son goes missing. I'll sniff him out. You don't need a fucking dog. I'll just follow the vomit. No, I will be able to be like, he's over there. Like, he went this way. Like, seen, I can smell it that strongly. Do you see knives out? Not yet. Don't ruin it for me. I'm going tomorrow. Oh, uh, okay. Well, there's a girl who, when she lies, she throws up. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost, that's your tell. You're uh, yeah, that's when I'm not lying. Yeah. <laughs> the sicker I get, the closer we're getting. Like, oh my God, I'm barfing as hard as I can. He must be <laughs> literally beneath us. 
I'm um, just saying, bathe your children and McDonald's breakfasts and I'll always know where they are. All right. Well, my point was, like, when I... Like, I haven't tried to order a burger before 10.30. Right. But I assumed you could. I was watching the commercials this week and, like, they have the large Big Mac. It's like the Mega the Mac. The Mega or Mac or something, yeah. yeah. something along those lines. It's basically like... I'm not really... I'm a vegetarian, so my McDonald's days are limited. Regardless, like, it's just like, here's the new Big Mac. Sure. And... It says, like, in fine print down the bottom, available after 10.30. Son of a bitch. I'm like, well, they've obviously... Like, because the longest time, the... Maybe uh, it's just that particular thing. They're like, you're disgusting if you want this before 10.30. No, because I... It's way too large. I was on the McDonald's website today to confirm... Oh, this. really? Okay. And it's like, we serve breakfast before 10.30, and then we serve Madness. everything else after 10.30, but we also still serve breakfast. <sighs> and so... Like the argument was always like we have to, to change the oil or something or like the yeah it was the same baskets or something like we have to cook them in the same spot we cook everything else right it's the same like grill yeah for the um like the hash browns as they use for like the burgers later on yeah and it's it like we can't do both at once was but the argument obviously the technology now exists the technology uh, well, we the, have the technology yeah they've overcome that problem they can do I also both. feel like it's a lie like when in the you can't do that in other industries like no 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 we just did a leg surgery in here we can't do arms no, no I, I believe for the rest that of the day. because mm, it's no, like it's a lie just think you've got like 10,000 McDonald's stores worldwide yeah how do you like just say half of them you could fit another fryer in the corner but the rest of them like what you're going to add like you're going to renovate every single one of those McDonald's? why do you need to have another fryer because that's the problem that uses the same grill Use half the grill. Have barbecue. Well, then you've got like suddenly half your productivity. Well, price you pay for forever breakfast. <laughs> well, regardless, they've obviously, it's no longer an issue. No, I'm just saying give it a small piece of grill real estate. Look, I don't work. Real by- estate. Hmm, Take no. it up with Ronald because I, I don't know <laughs> what you I can't talk to him. He's the center of my dis- <laughs> disgust. Um, it's like the final boss in the video game of my life. But you don't have the problem with McDonald's. Second final boss, shadow boxing with shadow me. Everyone knows that's the second last boss in the best video games. Fair enough. While we're on the McDonald's tear, Mm. I I guess if you're not a regular customer, you might not have noticed, but they've got these self-serve kiosks Yeah, I have noticed that. You can't order at the counter, it seems. And then a lot of them, like some you've got the option to have both, but certainly some are like kiosk only now. Yeah. This seems to be a worldwide problem. Okay. When, at least like when I was in the airport in Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. this was also the case, right? Having so, quite a cultural experience. I like to have a, a Big Mac in every, or at least like a Big Mac meal in every country I visit. Cause it's like, and they don't make you vomit yet. I quite mm. like it. <laughs> but it's always like subtly different. But it's, it's just like one of those things that you're like, it's so ubiquitous that you can get it everywhere. Yeah. That I kind of like to see. It's like, what's... Abu Dhabi spin on the Big Mac, you know. <laughs> and plus, it's always like, like I said, it's like three a.m. Yeah, it's the one thing that's open, so it's kind of easy. As to I do. found out in the desert, the hard way. There you go. So, like these kiosks, they give you like a number at the end. Mm. And first of all, is it seemingly that it can't go over a hundred? It's well, that's sort of. Mm. So, first of all, like the number flashes up on the screen. Right. I'm always like fumbling for my credit card at that point. And so I go to pay. 
I look up and the number's gone. Right. So it's like, well, fuck, I didn't. I I will never know. Yeah, I don't know what number is. But now that's happened enough times that I'm like laser focused on the screen. (laughs) Like I've I've definitely got this. Yeah. Yeah. Because the other thing that happens is like they'll print out a receipt for you, but it's always out of paper. So it's like that doesn't help me. But the uh, 50% of the time where it actually has paper in it, Mm -hmm. it'll print out a receipt and it'll give you the number and it'll say like 151. Mm Mm-hmm. But on the screen, it'll just say 51. Yeah. I've noticed that as well. Every every time and every like every store, seemingly not even an Australian only problem. Right. Okay. And then when you uh, when they call your number, depending on like who is working behind the desk. They may or may not say the 100. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I would assume like if the guy is still waiting there from 51, what did he order? Obviously. It's like... A minor issue mm-hmm. in like on the day, yeah, kind of spectrum. But since it's happening at every McDonald's worldwide, seemingly at least as far as I can tell, yeah, like that's a big enough problem that like it's got to cause trouble sometimes, right? <laughs> like, what if there's like some kind of non-English speaker who's just like confused, waiting for his number to be called? <laughs> like, if, even if that happens like once a week, yeah. Isn't it worth it fixing that problem just so you don't have to deal with that kind of shit? Like, it's so crazy to me that McDonald's is one of the biggest companies on the planet. And they still got this issue? Well, because it's it doesn't seem so hard to fix. Like, surely when you program, I like to the think machine, there's a sinister reason behind it, given that it's so easy to fix. They're purposely just fucking with us. Not even that. Like, there's some sinister reason they can't fix it. But what could the reason be? I don't know. Something sinister. I just like the idea it's on purpose and it's doing something evil. That's all I'm saying. Like, even if it's, let's just say, we get rid of the one. Just think about how much ink you're saving on all those receipts. (laughs) Like, just shit like that. Yeah, I like to think that, like, we have all this extra, like, toxic waste ink we need to print. We'll put it on our receipts. You think they're using toxic ink? That's how they're getting rid of toxic waste. And no they're one, printing it onto all of our receipts. No one's talking about it? Yeah. I'm thinking they're like the pig in Captain Planet. Like, we got all this McDonald's toxic waste. Like, <laughs> put it on the receipts. They'll take it home with them. <laughs> You're a genius. I didn't realize I was uh, dealing with Hoggish Greedly. <laughs> I can't believe you know who I meant. Yeah. Hoggish Greedly is like, we can't spend this money shooting it into space. Give it to the punters. <laughs> They'll thank us to have it. But I'm not taking my McDonald's receipts home. They're <laughs> yes, going back are. in their garbage bin. <laughs> well, Hoggish Greenlee is not known for his smarts. But anyway, it's toxic waste. That's why. They Again, needed to give you extra toxic waste. I'm just thinking like, I thought like I would Google this and I'd get like 50 results of people going like, hey, have you ever noticed that Yeah, well, because I've actually noticed this as well. So I guess no one's talking about it. But why? Like, <laughs> how come there isn't just at least one? Yes, why don't I go on the internet to post about this issue at McDonald's? But you don't understand. It's happening. I've got too much macrame to do. It's, it's happening like hundreds of thousands of times every yeah. day. Yeah. I couldn't find one Vice article going <laughs> like, "Hey, what's up with the numbers at McDonald's?" Fair enough. Like I, I don't know. I just we're going to be silenced by some. It's like this is going to be the new Watergate. Like McDonald's are going to shut oh this gosh. episode down because everyone who tries me. to speak out about this issue gets silenced. Oh, or, ben Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> Yeah, if uh, if something mysterious happens to me, look into the McDonald's thing is all I'm saying. Ben was not feeling suicidal, as for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. 
Before we go, mm-hmm. we mentioned leading up to Christmas, mm-hmm. my grandpa's story about uh, finding a body in a swamp. Right, yes. Well, it was an arm. Yeah. Well, he found a body and he pulled the arm off. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, this was when he was uh, working as a police officer in Africa. And uh, my... My sister, like, you know, kind of got this story out of my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And so over Christmas, my mom was like, we got to get more We got to revisit this. Yeah. Right. And this so is I, a sketch. I want a watercolor. Right. And so I got a, bit, a little bit more of an insight mm-hmm. into Some the shady. situation. I thought her decision to ask him at the Christmas lunch was a bold one. Very bold. Are you still eating? Well, we're between courses. Okay. But just say the food. I mean, it definitely puts a damper on the pudding. Well, that's what I thought. Like, <laughs> we, I don't know what kind of reaction we're going to get out of him. Like, obviously on the podcast, we were playing it as like quite a hilarious anecdote. Of, I don't know if we both were. I was traumatized. Well, like, because the way that, that I got it in a text message from my sister. Made it be like, and then we all laughed uproariously. Yeah, yeah. It was like he was reminiscing about the good times. Yeah, whereas I was like, well, I'm traumatized forever. Thank you. Well, that was also like what we were talking about. Like, maybe this is his way of dealing with the trauma right. is just to laugh it off but like deep down it's He's like, like the pain is so bad yeah <laughs> like that's just his way of masking it or something <laughs> so uh not only so they went digging around his trauma yeah well yeah you know you got to find something to talk about for the three hours oh uh, yeah lunch. i know after you've gone through the turkey you're like shit still 30 minutes and <laughs> yeah we haven't got to that arm story but anyway it, it seemingly went down okay yeah at first, I did like notice a little bit of a despondent look, <laughs> like the looks oh, over God. across the restaurant, like thousand yards stare. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. But there was like one little extra detail that we got out of it that we uh, I didn't know. So it was worth traumatizing Grandpa. I think so. Oh, good. So he said, like, yeah, the body was found in a swamp. He's like trying to pull it out. The arm comes off. Oh my God. The rest of the body, though, eaten by hyenas. Oh, in a swamp. <laughs> yeah. There you I, go. I, I didn't know. Like, I that think was, he got this story out of The Lion King. This didn't happen to him. This is the plot of The Lion King uh, like what, the uncut version? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Adults only. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think she only had one arm because the other one was... No, I think they had both. I think hyenas ate the other one. Exactly. <laughs> or are you implying... I, so I think, uh, yeah, he said and hyenas ate it. So I'm guessing this person only had one arm. An amputee <laughs> yeah, fell into a swamp in Africa. Right. Um, I guess we can finish off there. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, you can email me, ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find me also. You can also um, see some behind-the-scenes stuff, comment straight to us, get some photos and some clips to share, facebook.com slash insaneramblings. Jump on iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe so every new episode is automatically downloaded without having to uh, think about it. And you can also find us on Spotify. Away, see I'm going to have to get you to keep an eye on the waveform. I can't. Your head's in the way. Can you see in like the mirror? No, your head's in the way, fathead. We know you're in the 90th percentile. Oh, no, you've got definitely average head. 
if you notice i'll try and keep an eye on it as best i can as well but if you have i'll to, try my best but i mean literally your head isn't the entire way it's not the entire way it's it big, is ben it's a I, big screen it's, okay i'll take a photo you stay there don't move i can kind of see the edge that's all you need no well now you've blocked it all out that's what i can see like the two top edges <laughs> see you didn't believe me I feel like the uh, the screen is being overexposed a little bit. No, but what I'm trying to say is you can see what quadrants of the screen, screen I'm seeing. You just got a better view Sawyer. of it than I do when I'm facing the opposite direction. Uh, well, why can't you look at the mirror if it's so easy? Because the mirror shows <laughs> me behind your head. That Get a series help. of mirrors, mm-hmm. Ben. It's in ramblings.